0: Hi, and welcome back to the Old Testament podcast. This will be Exodus chapter 34, verse 1. And the Lord said unto Moses, Hew thee two tables of stone, like unto the first, and I will write upon these tables the words that were in the first, them also the words of the law, according as they were written at the first, on the tables which thou breakest. But it shall not be according to the first, for I will take away the priesthood out of their midst. Therefore, my holy order and the ordinances thereof shall not go before them, for the, for my presence shall not go up in their midst, lest I destroy them. So what is the difference between the first tablets and the second tablets? The first tablets included the ordinances of the Melchizedek priesthood. The lesser law was more detailed than what the Lord gave. Do unto others as you would have, have them do unto you. Uh, in Deuteronomy it makes it clear that the two sets of plates contained... The same thing with one exception, and I will write on the tables the words that were on the first tables, which thou breakest. Save the words of the everlasting covenant of the holy priesthood, and thou shalt put them in the ark. And you notice that that was a lot different. uh, Verse one was a lot different in the JST than the King James version. Same with verse two. But I will give unto them the law as at the first, but it shall be after the law of a carnal commandment, for I have sworn in my wrath that they shall not enter into my presence, into my rest, in the days of their pilgrimage. Therefore do as I have commanded thee, and be ready in the morning, and come up in the morning unto Mount Sinai, and present thyself there to me in the top of the mount. And no man shall come up with thee, neither let any man be seen throughout all the mount, neither let the flocks nor herds feed before that mount and Moses <clears throat> hewed two tables of stone like unto the first and he rose up early in the morning and went up unto the mount sinai as the lord had commanded him and took in his hand the two tables of stone and the lord descended in the cloud and stood with him there and proclaimed the name of the lord and the and the lord passed by before him and proclaimed the lord the lord god merciful and gracious long suffering and abundant in goodness and truth keeping mercy for thousands, forgiving iniquity and transgression and sin, and that will, or but who, by no means, clear the rebellious, visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children, and upon the children's children, unto the third and to the fourth generations. And Moses made haste, and bowed his head toward the earth, and worshipped. And he said, If now I have found grace in thy sight, O Lord, let my Lord, I pray thee, Go among us, for it is a stiff-necked people, and pardon our iniquity and our sin, and take us for thine inheritance. And he said, Behold, I make a covenant between all thy people. I will do marvels such as have not been done in all the earth, nor in any nation, and all the people among which thou art shall see the shall see the work of the Lord, for it is a terrible thing that I will do with thee. Observe thou that which I command thee this day. Behold, I drive out before thee the Amorite, and the Canaanite, and the Hittite, and the Perizzite, and the Hivite, and the Jebusite. Take heed to thyself, lest thou make a covenant with the with the inhabitants of the land, whither thou goest. Lest it be for a snare, or become a snare, in the midst of thee. But ye shall destroy their altars, break their images, and cut down their groves. Or... or uh, cultic deities. For thou shalt worship no other gods, for the Lord, whose name is Jehovah, is a jealous God. Lest thou make a covenant with the inhabitants of the land, and they go a-whoring after their gods, and do sacrifice unto their gods. And one, or they call thee, and thou eat of of his sacrifice. And thou take of thee and thou take of their daughters unto thy sons and their daughters go a whoring after their gods and make thy sons go a whoring after their gods thou shalt make thee no molten no molten gods the feast of unleavened bread shalt thou keep seven days shalt thou thou shalt eat unleavened bread as I commanded thee in the time of the month or appointed feast abib for in the month abib thou camest out of out from Egypt it's also called Nisan and all all that openeth the, the matrix is mine, and every firstling among thy cattle, whether ox or sheep, that is male. But the firstling of an ass thou shalt redeem with a, with a lamb, and if thou redeem him not, then shalt thou break his neck. All the firstborn of thy sons thou shalt redeem, and none shall appear before me empty. Six days thou shalt work, but on the seventh day thou shalt rest, in earing or plowing time, and in harvest thou shalt rest." And thou shalt observe the feast of weeks of the first fruits of wheat harvest and the first and the feast of ingathering at the year's end. So the week week of feast is the is the forty days following the Pentecost, um, the, the, uh, which is the Pentecost, and then the ingathering is, is what's called the Feast of Tabernacles. Thrice in the year shall all your men all your men children appear before the Lord God, the God of Israel. For I will cast out the nations before thee and enlarge thy borders neither shall any man desire thy land when thou shalt go up to appear before the Lord thy God thrice in the year thou shalt not offer the blood of my sacrifice with leaven neither shall the sacrifice neither shall the sacrifice of the feast of the passover be left unto the morning the first of the first fruits of thy land, thou shalt bring unto the house of the Lord thy God. Thou shalt not seethe or cook a young goat in its mother's milk, a ritual food of the fertility cults, a kid in his mother's milk. And the Lord said unto Moses, Write thou these words, for after the the tenor of these words I have made a covenant with thee and with Israel. Remember that the not seething a, a mother's or a goat's a young goat in its mother's milk is uh, how they came up with the uh, the kosher laws that they have, <clears throat> which still exist today. And he was there with the Lord forty days and forty nights. He did neither eat bread nor drink water, and he he wrote upon the tables the words of the covenant, the Ten Commandments. And it came to pass when Moses came down from the Mount Sinai with the two tables of testimony in Moses' hand, when he came down from the the Mount, that Moses wist or knew not that the skin of his face shone while he talked with him. And when Aaron and all the children of Israel saw Moses, behold, the skin of his face shone, and they were afraid to come nigh him. And Moses called unto them, and Aaron and all the rulers or leaders of the congregation returned unto him. And Moses talked with them, and afterward all the children of Israel came nigh, and he gave them in commandment all that the Lord had spoken with him in Mount Sinai. Until Moses had done speaking with them, he put a veil on his face. But when Moses went in before the Lord to speak with him, he took the veil off until he came out. And he came out and spake unto the children of Israel that which he was commanded." And the children of Israel saw the face of Moses, that the skin of Moses' face shone, and Moses put the veil upon his face again, until he went in to speak with the Lord. The covenant relationship between God and Israel, having been happily restored, Moses was directed to bring unto the mount two other tables, this time of his own preparing, instead of those which he had broken, that God made were more. Uh, which, which God made once more, write down the, the ten words again. He passed forty days and forty nights on Sinai without either eating or drinking. The commandments which he received were per, were preceded by that glorious vision of Jehovah's brightness, which had been promised to him. When he saw it, what he saw is nowhere told us. Only what he heard when Jehovah proclaimed before him what Luther aptly designates as the sermon about the name of God. It unfolded his inmost being as that of love unspeakable, the, cum- the, uh, <clears throat> the accumulation of terms being intended to present that love in all its aspects. <clears throat> and in the words of a recent German writer, such as Jehovah here proclaimed, he also manifested it among Israel at all times from Moses Sinai until he brought them into the land of Canaan, and thence till he cast them out among the heathen. Nay, even now in their banishment, he is keeping mercy for thousands who turn to the Redeemer that has come out of Zion. When Moses uh, thus fully understood the character of Jehovah, he could once more plead or, yeah, plead for Israel, now now converting into a plea for forgiveness even the reason which had seemed to make the presence of jehovah among israel dangerous that they were a stiff-necked people in the same manner in the same manner had the lord in speaking to noah made the sin of man which had erst provoked judgment the ground for future forbearance and the lord now graciously confirmed once more his covenant with israel in so doing, he reminded them of its two conditions, the one negative, the other positive, but both strictly connected, and both aptly, both applying to the time when Moses should be no more, and Israel had entered, in, entered on possession of the promised land. These two conditions were always to be observed, if the covenant was to be maintained. The one was avoidance of all contact with the Canaanites and their idolatry, the other observance of the sac- of the service of Jehovah in the manner prescribed by him. Another confirmation of the divine message which Moses had which Moses bore from the mount appeared on the return among Israel all unknown to himself the reflection of the divine glory had been left upon him and the skin of his face shone or shot out rays as some have interpreted because of his of God's talking with him the Hebrew word is derived from a horn and some versions actually translate he wished not that his face was horned. And that's in some of the paintings and sculptures you'll see that Moses looks like he has horns. And that was just the interpretation that they used. As Aaron and the children of Israel were afraid of this reflection of the, of the divine glory, Moses had to use a covering for his face while speaking to them, which he only removed when conversing with the Lord. It is to this that the apostle refers when uh, he contrasts the Old Testament glory on the face of Moses, which was which was, to be done, which was to be done away at any rate at the death of Moses, and which was connected with what, after all, was the ministration of death, with the ministration of the Spirit and its exceeding and enduring glory. Moreover, the veil which, with which Moses had to cover his face was symbolical of the veil covering the Old Testament, which is only done away in Christ." And so now the children of Israel are ready to build the tabernacle, and we'll see that next time. Uh, Thanks for being here, and we'll see you in the next episode. So long. Bye. Bye.